Hallelujah tonight, praise the Lord. Um, I want to welcome everybody to the Bible study for tonight. Um, the Lord's name be praised. And um, I want to thank God for another beautiful evening as we fellowship one with another today. I want to trust the Lord that our day has been great. We have another privileged opportunity to look at God's word together tonight. Now, I've always prayed to God that God will make us be hungry for the right thing. Uh, we we come hungry for the right um, right diet, and um, God's word that we listen to actually is right but more of it to come. Um, you see, like I will always say, one of the things that the Bible talks about our, our living healthy on earth, our living um, a life full of, of health, actually tied to food and um, um, you know in Exodus 15 the Bible talks about God saying I will I will bless your water and I will bless your what your bread and then I'll do what I will take away sickness it means it means sickness is a function majorly of what we ingest that's what God is saying here. And that's what God said, let no child of his eat blood. Because every, every organism that, that troubles an animal resides where? In the blood. So if an animal has, has, has bacteria or virus, it is always transmitted by the blood. And that's why, that's why you advise to boil meat enough so that all those things die. Now, I said part of the service tonight that what we eat plays a great role in, in how healthy we become in life. And most healthy diets are not always sweet. Have you ever, have, have you ever observed before? Uh, most healthy foods are not, are not, now some are sweet, or rather, you see, it's actually, actually the word sweet actually is actually relevant or, uh, or re re relative, but, but generally, uh, as, as, as a rule, healthy food and all this, uh, if you ask Puna, they will tell you that something called Kukuba Gari, I won't say more than that, Kanto Momo, alright, people will eat something and wondering what is this, it's not, it's not a type of, you know, killing you, no, it's not a type, <laughs> no, I love this name. But for those who understand, I'm just sharing something. So there's something about healthy eating. And in God's kingdom, the way God has designed us to eat the word, I mean, even God's word is food. Yes, it's food. Now, how do we know that, that God's word is food? Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 3 and 4 tells us that man will not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word. That means we actually live by the word. 
And that was why in Matthew 4, verse 4, and Luke 4, verse 4, the devil came to Jesus to, to tempt him with food. And Jesus said to him, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So the believer will, can, cannot survive beyond the word of God he takes. And sometimes God's word exposes you. Amen. God's word uh, does not cover you all. Sometimes God's word exposes your nakedness. It makes you see where you are lacking. Alright. So and then and, and, and the purpose of that is that you make what? Amends. You know, no human being wants anything that will that will that will that will expose him. You know, Jesus said, he said, he said that. The people of the world love darkness and hate light. Why do they hate light? Because their deeds are what are evil. And anyone, anytime you come on the light, it exposes your what darkness. So God's word actually is like mirror. So most times it's not always um, uh, it always tell you what you want to hear, but it will tell you what God wants you to be. So the believer is not designed to always want to get word that suits him. And so when you look at the whole Bible, it will, it will, you know, you know, when you are cooking some kind of meal, there are all kinds of ingredients. I've not seen anybody that cooks a good meal that has just one ingredient, maybe water. No, you have water, you have oil, you have money, you have salt, you have Spices, you have all things, all right. So it's, 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 it's a combination of everything that makes the 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 meal okay. Maybe tonight I'm passing something from nowhere. Praise God, and um, um, amen. I won't go too far. But I'm saying this to let you know tonight that that's why when somebody says I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a deliverance minister, no, there's 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 no like that. Or I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a faith preacher, no, there's no like that. Or I'm a, I'm a healing minister. No, there's nothing like that. Or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pregnancy expert. Just, my own is just babies. My own is just marriage. In fact, there's one to see now. It's midnight prayer, you know. How to, uh, how to disarm witches and wizards. Some say I'm just prayer, you know. Some I'm just warning. No, there's nothing like that. For 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 the, the for the Bible says Paul writing in, in Acts 20, he said, For for I have not shown the way from declaring to you all the counsel of God. So when we study the Bible, the Bible is complete, and 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 in studying the Bible um, through uh, a Bible study on particular book, it, we 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 will begin to see through the mind of God and walk through the systematic or, or, or yeah, theology as, as revealed in the book. And so we've been looking at First Thessalonians for some time now. And I want us to be all rounded in God. Not, 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 not holding one truth as though that's all the truth there is in the Bible. That is, that's dangerous. 
know, some Uho, you know, today I was just wondering about something, but I won't say it tonight. You know, some who preach something about as as though that's everything that the Bible has. They are, they, are, they are experts in that area, and that, that's where they stay. And you begin to wonder, and, and no, you can't. Because the Bible is not, it's not, it's not, it, it, it never emphasizes on one particular thing at the detriment of the other. And that's why Jesus was speaking in Luke chapter 4, verse 24. Can we read that tonight from the Amplified? Let's, 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 let's open the Bible tonight. Now, I told you that in Bible study, we come with Bibles. Everything that we have is just an aid. It's just study aids and, and guides. The real, the real material for studying the Word is the Bible, your Bible. And then, and then preferably, primarily, your King James Bible and then Amplified and any other Bible. But your, the primary um, tool for studying the Bible is the KJV. King James. But let's see Mark's gospel tonight. Now we'll read the amplified version of Mark chapter number 4, verse 24 of Mark 4. Let's talk a bit there tonight. Mark chapter 4, verse 24. Thank you, Lord. He says, and he said to them, be careful. Now, the word careful means be watchful. Hallelujah tonight. You know, I, I, I've told you I, in, 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 in studying the Bible, um, we do not just look at words on the surface. No, we look at words inside. It says, be careful. Now, if, if you read that in King James, it says, it says, it's take heed. Never read the Bible as a novel. Read it as an instruction from the Lord. Now it says, and it says then, be careful what you are what? You are hearing. Now it, it means what you hear continuously. The measure of thought and study you give to the fruit you hear will come back to you and more beside will be given unto you who hear. It also means the measure of thought and study you give to the to the to the falsehood you hear will also come back to you in the same measure. So the the responsibility is on you, the believer, to take heed and be careful what you hearing. And make sure that you are hearing the word of God. It's only God's word that builds you up. So why do we still like this? Because we need to be built up out it in the spirit. And the tool for the building up of the believer is God's word. Acts 20. Don't be there tonight. Acts 20. Be careful what you hear. Acts 20, verse, let's read together verse uh, 32 of Acts 20. I want you to follow me tonight. Someone asked, Pastor, why do you always say the Bible every two days? It's not too much. When I was growing up, it's only Sunday we used to go to church and do Bible study. Ah, this one, this one, it's the Bible that we'll be eating. Ah, every Pastor, it, 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 it's because, it's because we've not been so taught well. 
In fact, Paul wrote in Ephesians 4.20, he says, he says, well, there's a way we learn Christ. You've been going this way, but we have not so learned Christ. We, what, what, what is the prescription of Christ? It's for us to feed on the word of God daily, and not just feed on the word, but also leave out the word. Acts 20.32 And now, brethren, I commit you to God. And to the word of his grace. Which is able to build you up. Now it means it's God's word that is this. The only way God builds up his word by the word. Actually, there are two main ways God builds his trail up. Build up for what? Build up for service. Build up, you know, to 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 withstand this. You know, you, you all know that um, uh, cars that have one horsepower is 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 one horsepower or one plug. I don't know what it's called. One point one liter. Or, or one engine. I have one car before. It's one engine. It's, I don't know. It's kind of cool. But it, it, it doesn't work. No, those cars are built. You can't carry a ram. You know this ram of Ford. Or, or this or Tundra. And put it back. You can't do No. They're, they're not designed to, for the same thing. They're not built to carry the same load. You know sometimes we. we in the spirit we are picantos. But we are having tundra problems. And we want to, so I'm trying to decide your prayers. What makes you strong and well built, well grounded? The word. The two things that gets the believer strong. You know, tonight I, I will come back. I, I know what I'm saying, but I'm not saying this to impress upon The two things the Bible talks about that makes us strong, because Jesus gave a parable. He said, He said, He said, He that heard my word and doeth them, I will liken him unto a man that builds his house on the rock. He said, When the wind comes in, in a, it is a leaf, it's when. Because it's only a matter of time. When, when, when the wind comes, he blows on it. He says, he says, the house will stand. Why? Because it's built on the rock. And the rock, no, is Christ. And Christ, no, is the word. And the other one who is foolish built his house on sand. And, 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 when, and when the wind came and the storm came and built on that house, the Bible says, great was the fall. So what uses of us believers is the word. That's the reason we always stay in the teaching of the word. So the first that builds up his word, the second that builds up his word is prayer. Jude 20, beloved, building up yourself. The same word build. In your most holy faith, what? Pray. So prayer and the word is what builds us up. So if we are to be built up, then we want to give it to the word of God. In fact, it's not enough for us to do every day. In fact, we can start preaching like this every day of our lives. Praise God. And we can exhaust God's word. So the two things that builds you and make you strong and make you not be afraid of any challenge and opposition in the world is the word of the Lord and prayer. Acts 6, verse 4. And it's not reason we should leave the ministry of prayer and the word and subtitles. 
You see, prayer and the word. So the word of God is important. So tonight someone's asking me, Pastor, why this word? Just, 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 you know, just, just say something. Let's, let's, let's. No, no, no. We teach the word of God. We eat the word of God. We drink of the spirit. And then also we pray. And tonight I said all that to, to, to reestablish the convictions in your heart. To confirm in you the purpose for this studying of the word is for your own good and mine. First Thessalonians chapter 1. And tonight, the ultimate purpose of this study is not just to gain knowledge. Of how to study the word, but 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 also the grace to do our our Bible study acronym is what OICA O I C A A O standing for observation or reading. And the the I stands for interpretation of what is being read. And the and the C stands for 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 getting verses that correlates, you know, because you don't you don't you, you we use scripture to interpret scriptures. Praise God! Each Bible verse that's the miracle of God. Amen. You know, the scriptures were, were written in the spirit of a thousand thousand years apart. In fact, by 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 forty-four authors who don't even know themselves at all. In fact, some of them existed. A thousand years apart from each other, but everything they wrote formed a whole piece of God. That's why you can't follow the Bible. There's no, there's no Adomawani. It's not our Bible. No, no. They never knew what they were doing, but they were all moved. I was the only man of God. Move as they uh, uh, speak, as we are moved and led by the Spirit of God. And so we we. We, we, we use scriptures to demonstrate and then finally we are able to, to apply what the essence of, of buying perfume or, or, or buying, uh, buying cream, we just call it just a pomade, and then, and then there's, there's, there's amatan, and then you, you, you can't apply the, the cream, your body will just be white on the streets. So the, 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 the end point of our Bible study is, is for the purpose of application in our lives. Is when we apply the word of God that his glory is revealed. For the glory of God is hidden in the word of God. The glory of God is not, is not what women call glory. If I got to most suppose I will cause my glory to pass over the that glory was not in carry house or gold or a big cathedral. Was it? No. Do you know what the glory of God is? It when it passed, it says, it says, the Lord, the Lord, gracious, that's the glory of God. Bible says God saw the back, but actually that was the back. What he saw, he saw the attributes of God. He saw, he saw, he saw God as, as gracious. He, 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 he saw, he, 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 he saw God in his splendor. He saw, he, he saw the attributes of God. And God says, "That is my glory." The glory of the Lord is hidden in the world, and God wants that glory to be revealed 
wants of men, but he can't do it on his own except his children walk in him. So your life is not just, it's, 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 it, it has more value than, than what you think it has. Your, 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 uh, God has an agenda for your life and my life. But that agenda cannot be realized until he, he succeeds in putting his word in you and I. Amen tonight. The glory of the Lord is hidden in the word. So whoever has the word has the glory. First Thessalonians chapter 1. Let's turn there tonight as we continue in our studying. I'm going to read from verse 1 um, through verse 7 and 8 and 9 tonight. But from verse 1, Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God. I love that. The church is where? In God. Praise God that the church of God is in God. Amen. It is not outside God, it's inside of Him. That means you are in God. Praise God. You are of God. Glory to God. Someone say amen tonight. I, 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 I feel like I'm done tonight. Because it has ended. It is enough for me to sleep on. I, I, I'm, I'm in God. You know, I can't be in God and myself not be in God. You see that? I can't be in God and my temperament not be in God. No, I'm not, I'm not. Someone said, you can't see a man's head floating and what is on there. No, what the body is there, then head is there. My whole being also is in God. Bible says, for in him we live and move and have our being, our being. Our existence is tied in God. Hallelujah. This is the privilege of the saints. Like preaching tonight, but we're reading the Bible study. But it's not just in God alone, but also in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father. So, unto that, I said, Grace be unto you and peace from God. Enough grace be unto you and peace from God our Father. Thank God for His grace and for His peace. We give thanks to God always for you, making mention of you in our prayers. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God our Father. Your work of faith, your labor of love and the patience of hope in our Lord. Jesus Christ in the sight of God Father. Verse 4. Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God. You know, I'm seeing something new every day. I read this thing. Every day. I don't know about you. Knowing, brethren, knowing, knowing, knowing. This man, he says, knowing your election of God, your selection of God, your divine call of God. For our, our God's word, that means it means thank God that this divine selection came in my word by the gospel. 
That means no one can be divinely selected without the preaching of the word. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Now, last, 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 we talk about this a lot. But let's go on to that. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, so that you were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. Verse 8, for from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God is spread abroad, so that we need not speak anything. What a testimony of Apostle Paul about this church. They heard the gospel. This is a good church to emulate. You see, yeah, they, 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 when, when, when the word came to them, they, they reacted in a good and positive manner way to the word. And it's word of emulation. And what did they do? You see, they received God's word. And, 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 and Paul said that, that everywhere people hear about your faith in Christ, it, we, 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 we actually, it took our body away from us, from going from place to place. Because the same God we preached unto you, you leave it out and we came leaving testimonies to other regions. You know, he didn't say that these folks went to that places to start branches. Their lives. When people come to that area, they say, these people are different. And they ask them, how are you doing it? There's a glory of God in your life. We are seeing something about you. And that's the mind of God. God wants his light to shine. And he wants you to be the carrier. You see, the Christian world is like a, a symbiotic union. Just like you find whale and you find some smaller fish. Hallelujah tonight. But let us look at verse 9 and 10. For they themselves show off of us what manner of entrance in we heard only you and how you, 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 you turn to God from idols to serve the living God. Now, I want to stay here tonight a little bit. Now, there's something very important in this, in this, in this verse I want us to look at about this church. One thing that is clear there and about the, the, the Christian work is that the church repented. You know, they turned. There are three things you will note there in verse in verse in verse nine. Let me let me let me turn there, alright? No, I'm using some Bible here tonight. Sorry, that was at the same time was fine. Uh, now the, the things that, that you see in verse 9, it says for 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 uh, verse 9b, it says, and ye ye turned to God. So there's, there's, there's a concept of turning to God. Now, now, 
The gospel was preached to them, but they turned to God. So the the their response to the gospel is that they turned. And the word turning them is repentance. So there's a concept of repentance here. Now, if you know this 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 um this church or this this location, in fact, in Bible history or in the history of the ancient times, this region which actually was not the name of that place is not originally Thessalonica. It was Thamai. But The Greeks, um, there was a war waged by a a great war leader at a time by the name Alexander the Great. He was the one that changed the name from Tamai to Thessalonica, and the name was the name of his stepsister. You know, when you come up, it's just you just know a place, all right? Like someone in Nigeria, Nigeria. But, and in this place, they were given to idol worship and temple worship, just like in the ancient Greek world. The great god Artemis and Diana, they, are, they, are, they, they have temple prostitutes, both male and female. And, 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 and the priests were, were, were prostitutes. And, 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 and some of the temples, they offered children as born offering. This is, this, this, this is real. This was their culture. But when the gospel came to them, thank God the gospel can change anyone. Hallelujah. So also in Corinth, they were so promiscuous because the point that Paul said in verse 5, he said somebody is sitting with his father's wife. You see, normally it's no offense. Father goes out, son talks up. Son goes out, father. So he said, no, so he said, it's a, it's a, it's a perverted culture. Giving to high promiscuity. High. I'm not sure something happened on a day like that. That means those days, this is, this is our state. But thank God for the gospel. The Hebrew writer says, the vilest offender. You see, don't give up on that person on your street. Ah, this one has moved to hotel. He's finished. No, he, he, he might not have finished. There's still hope. The Bible says, for there's hope for a tree. Even though it's cut down, but at the scent of water, it what? It will spring. It only needs just water. What's the water? The gospel, the word of God. It says, the vilest offender who truly believes. That moment, that instant, a pardon he receives. The gospel came to these people. You know, one of the dangers of our day is that the gospel is preached without repentance. People are told, just say the prayer. No, you can't just say the prayer. You have to repent. Have you been a believer and and there are things that the Lord is telling you to repent of and and, 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 and repent from. It's high time you began. Now, this church turned away, it's not a turn away. 
Now, it's not But okay. The things we must turn away from. We must turn away from hypocrisy. We must turn away from guys and lying. We must turn away. This church is a perfect example that we can follow. They turned away. They turned away from what? From idols. They turned away from what they, they, they used to believe. But they did what? They turned to who? They turned to the living God. Now let's see together. Verse, verse, verse 9b. If you turn, um, you turn to God from idols to serve the living God. So the first thing we see here is that the, uh, there's repentance. Now, the word repentance is, is a Greek word, metanoia, which means reformation and also means reversal. God's word, the more you hear the word of God, the more it helps you reverse wrong, um, wrong inclinations. You know, you can't say you are God and you are and you love doing evil. No, you cannot. So one of the things God's word does, when the preaching of God's word comes, when God's word is taught, it brings us to repentance, a reversal, and reformation. Let's see this evening, Matthew chapter number 3, verses 2 and 8. And I, I, I want to make a decision tonight on that word repentance. If that's where we can stay today, we're going to stay here. But first, I want to look at the word repentance in that verse 9. There are three things in verse 9 that we want to look at. And we can't do that and we will do. Alright, verse 9, it says here, uh, um, 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 and, and you turn to the living God from idols to serve the living God. You, you, there is something that we we'll look about. Let's see Matthew chapter number 3. Please, my view there, read verses 2 and 8 of Matthew 3, 2 and 8. Please read, ma'am. He's saying, repent ye. repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is So, this is what Jesus began to preach. First thing he said was what? Repent. So, so the word of God or the gospel um, 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 will not take the effect it should take until there's a, there's a reversal. The, 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 the gospel brings Brings you to a point where you turn away from something. Bring for me. Bring forth therefore. Bring forth therefore fruit. Meat for repentance. Meat for what? So that is when there's true repentance, there are fruits to show it. So the gospel, when it's rightly preached, we see that because it was really a trend from, from verse 1. You see, Paul said, our gospel, you know, he said, your election and, 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 and everything that they were doing actually is a, is, is a, is a, a result of what they are having been um, uh, uh, or having repented. They were bringing fruit worthy. So you can't be born again without bringing fruit worthy of repentance. Somebody sang a song. I think it's a. Um, so the person, he said, the things I used to do, I do them no more. If you are still doing the things you used to do, folks, you have not repented. And when you come to Christ, God's word will, will begin going forward to enable you begin to act like God, begin to change like God, begin to behave 
and bring forth food worthy of your call, your election. Amen tonight. Let's see Luke, Luke 15, verse 7 tonight. You see Luke 15, 7. Please, if you are there, please read Luke 15, 7. Repentance. There's the concept of repentance in the gospel. And, there's a, there's, and, and repentance is, is something very important. Read verse, look, look. Uh, 15, 7. Please read. I say unto you. I say unto you. That likewise joy shall be in heaven. Yes. Over one sinner that repented. Yes. More than over ninety and nine just persons. Which need no repentance. Now. There's joy. When sinners repent, what they are repenting from, from their old ways, they are turning back to God. Now, quickly, let me show you something. Read for me this tonight, 2 Corinthians 7 verse 8. I, I want to show you another aspect of the word repentance that we see in the Bible. So we can place the two side by side. 2 Corinthians 7 verse 8. Read it. For though I made you sorry. For though I made you sorry. Letter. With a letter, I do not repent. Hold on now. So these two words, you see now. So is Paul reversing? Is Paul changing his mind? All right. No. The word there is the word. Now, don't mind the, the, the word, but it's a Greek word. But see what it means. The Greek word there is. Don't worry. Let me call it. It be great. It means to regret one's initial stand. Hmm? It means to care forward. Now, okay, what, what I did, I'm, I'm sorry, um, um, I, didn't, I didn't mean to hurt you. It is not toward God, but it's toward man. But the repentance that we see in faithfulness is repentance towards who? Toward God. When I say I, I, it's just like I'm sorry. In a new past. So this second one is actually toward man. But the first one is actually toward who? Toward God. So you are meant to turn. There's a concept of repentance in the church. And Paul said here. That the tongue. You also must turn. Apart from the initial repentance and salvation, there's a need to always repent and ask God to forgive you of sin. First John 1, 12, 13, and, 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 and first John 2. He said, he said, he said, for if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. We confess our sins, we turn to God, we bring it to them. But you see, at the first preaching. There must be repentance. So how do we know someone is born again? The person will have repented. And what's repentance? Turning from what you used to do. And turn to God. These folks, Bible says, they turn toward God from what? From idols. So, so when you come to Jesus, it means you are living the old life. If you are, if you are once a, a clubber, if you are once a uh, whatever thing you do, you... You will turn from it. You will say, I am no what dragging me there. I'm just there. It's just my nature. No, it can't be your nature. When you come to Jesus, he takes away that nature from you. Sometimes it might be gradual, but you cannot be the same person that you used to be before you were born again. 
Let me say it again. This church tongue. You know, in our day, people get born again. But they live more like the devil. No, it is not according to scripture. When we get born again, there must be repentance. From what? From the old life we used to live. We now turn to God. This church, they turn from idols, from, 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 from the wrong life, and they turn to God. And it was, it's obvious as we continue this study in this church. So there's repentance. When they had the gospel, they repented. They forsook their wicked ways and turned to God. There can be a complete preaching of the cross of salvation without the preaching of repentance. Men must be told they need to repent. Some people say, well, no repentance believe. No, you can't just believe without repenting. Amen tonight. And so, if we, if, if we, if we continue in this study, you follow that they repented or turned toward God and then they began to serve God. So first of all, we find repentance and then serving God. So when, 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 when they repented, they turned to God. So how you repented, what do you have to do? You have to do what? Start serving God. Now, not serving man. So two different things. These people did not serve men. They didn't serve themselves. But they were, they were serving God with all their heart. And we want to see how they serve God going forward in this study. So when we, when people get born again by the word, it's for our gospel of as Paul says, it says, it says knowing your word, your election. Verse 5 says, it says, it says, for our gospel, you see that. So they were elected by the gospel, but that election commanded them to begin to bring a particular fruit of repentance. So if you are an old person who loves little young children. When you get born again, you must stop it. Something in you must must not shift. Something must change. Except you know what? You know what? Sometimes in First Corinthians fifteen, I think verse. Please read for me, verse, uh, verse three and four. Let, let me let, let, let me show you something here. If 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 there's no commentary turning away, then something is wrong. Read verse three and four for me. For I delivered unto you yeah. first of all. Yes. That which I also received. Go on. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Yes. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day. Yes. According to the scriptures. Yes. And he was seen of Caiaphas. Yes. Then of the twelve. Yes. After that, he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once. Okay. Of whom the greater part remain unto this present. Yes. But some are falling asleep. Okay. No, no, no. Reverse. Verse 1 and 2. First Corinthians 15. Yes, 1 and 2. Moreover, yes, brethren, brethren, I declare unto you, unto you the, gospel, the gospel which I preached, I preached unto, you, unto you, which also you have received. Hold on now. Now, they've received this gospel, alright? And they preached it. What gospel we see? Alright, go on. Verse 2. And wherein he stands. Yes. By which also he has saved. He has saved. 
if you keep in memory yes. what I preached unto you, yes. unless you have believed in vain. Now, can someone believe in vain? Yes, you believe in vain. That means there's no fruit. And, and that's what happened to, 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 to Simon the sorcerer. He, he, he believed, but there was no fruit. He was, he was trying to, to get the gift of God with money so he can merchandise the gift of God. And Peter said, you have, now, that's a strong statement. You have no parts. But what was he believe? So it's not about believing. So say, I believe, I believe. No, no, no. There must be a part. And what is a part? How do we know you believe when there's attendant fruit on your repentance? Praise God. So we can't tell them just come, just come. No, it's not just come. It's about it's about teaching them that first you must repent and turn. And the power to play be given to you. But you must act it out and, and turn your back from idols. That's repentance. So what the gospel does is that you receive it, believe it, and then it empowers you. And after we've been saved, consequently, we are, we are commanded to confess our sins unto God. Bible says, if we say what we say, what we say. So, so you can see here and there, yeah. When you confess, God will forgive you and will cleanse you. But in, in coming to Christ, there must be, must be repentance. Maybe I take the second thing there. This church repented from idols and they began to serve the living God. And tonight, the third thing that happened to them is verse 10. So let's read verse 10 together. Verse 10 of First Thessalonians chapter 1. Now, now, what Paul is saying here to us by the Spirit of God is that, is that, is that this is how you, you present the gospel. And this should be what you should expect. Don't, don't, um, don't, don't excuse people. Uh, don't, 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 don't preach something else. Don't, don't, don't preach. Don't, uh, don't assist them in that sense. Don't, don't bring it down be, be, be below the quality that it should be. In fact, in Acts, the Bible says that God commands men everywhere now to do what? To repent. Nobody gets saved because it's nice. You see, it's just good to follow the Bible. Horses, they repented. So you get born again, you must tell them you have to repent of your sin. And tell them what repentance means. And help them see. And help them walk free. But the soul must come from them. And after repentance, then you must, you must turn to serve the living God. Initially, they were serving the dead God, the idols, but now they serve the living God. So, this is the testimony of this church in Zalina. But let, let's see verse 10. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivered us from the wrath to come. Praise God. You see, having repented, they are now serving God, and, and, and ultimately, they are waiting for the coming back of Jesus. 
So what is our order right now as saints? We are born again. We have repented. We are serving God. And we are waiting for, for what? For the return of So this is the order. So what is our priority now as believers? Waiting for the return of the Lord. You do not know don't we hear this at all in the church? So I don't hear at all. Everything preaches offering and thanksgiving. Which is okay, but it's not everything there is. You know, everything preach, they, they preach everything else except this thing. So Paul said, This is the order I'm showing you. Repentance leads to what? Serving God and ultimately expecting. So, what is the job of the pastor? Not to bring you to one glory, you know, from where to go, from, 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 from switch and, and kingdom switch and, and the kingdom implosion. What are you imploding? Also, Peter said, what is in the mind of these things? So, what's our order? What should be your, 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 your drive, man? You know, this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Say, what? Have you repented? You are serving God. Are you serving God today in church? In fact, have you repented? You know, it's good to ask this question over and over again. It's not it's, 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 it's wrong. He says, 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 let everyone examine himself. Whether, now it means, check if, <laughs> if you are really born again, that's the truth. So I say, ah, once you confess your sin, it's not true. Peter said, you are, you are, you don't have part. But Luke said he believed because he did everything that people that uh, uh, he did everything that, that that is normal for 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 getting entrance into the church. He did baptism. He did confirmation. He did holy Eucharist. He did penance. He did um, uh, he has card card. He is in a unit. In fact, he's a pastor. No matter. But Paul said, examine yourself. Check yourself whether you be in the Lord. So so it's not it's not always so you must you must you must come to a point where you ask yourself. So me, I'm talking to my, my people so that you know when, when I see God, I, I will tell him. So I'm asking. I'm not, I'm not saying doubt your, your salvation. So who feel that? That he cannot doubt my salvation. He cannot doubt. Me, I'm not doubting. I'm just telling you, God says, check yourself, maybe. So sometimes you might think, you know, there are times you think that you carry your phone. But you know the way you don't transfer yourself. Ah. Oh. You know what I tell them? Check the food. I will go back and come. They won't give you. Because you, you don't, you, you can't afford. Doesn't mean that you are, okay, take the good and go home. Wait, 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 Church, the days are here when we must, we must check ourselves and be sure uh, that these things are actually in place. So Paul said, this is a way to get in the kingdom. First step is what? Repentance. And it means to turn from the old way and turn to God. And, and how do you know you repent? The things that used to excite you doing before you got born again, that desire dies or dies gradually. It cannot begin to aggravate. No, if it does, something hasn't happened yet. And then when you're saved, 
you begin to serve God. And as a serving God, you begin to put your eyes on Jesus. I want to hold on here tonight. And let me let you know that you are on the right track. The things you are hearing daily is on the right track. We are doing exactly what the word said we should be doing. I want to know that once you are doing the will of God, the hand of God, the counsel of God shall stand in your life. One thing you should know is that when all these things are in place, we escape the wrath to come. Don't think you've escaped that wrath to come until you fulfill the first three. Don't think you've escaped that wrath to come. Now, some people say, ah, God cannot step into hell. Well, I'm pleased to announce to you that God is merciful and God also is, 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 is a fair judge. There's a wrath to come. But the way to feel that wrath to come is by the gospel. So when we preach the gospel to people, let's preach the counsel of God. Men, repent. Serve the living God. And then expect the coming of Christ. Are you expecting Christ to come? Are you, are you waiting for his appearance? Are you living like someone who wants him to come back? Are you, 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 are you living like that? Let me close tonight with 2 Peter 3. The last, last Peter I want to read tonight. Second Peter 3. Let's read from verse 9 and I'll close. You might imagine your husband and wife and you're driving the car and, 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 and you're just, you're just looking at your wife with, with bad eye because she's something and then suddenly the, the, the trumpet sound, bah, 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 if I were angel, my young junior, my young in fact, it's your eye, I'll blow it for you. Wow! Oh, you're going to go, brother. Oh, you're going to go, brother. What did you do? I mean, Jesus. Are you expecting him to come? You are just there, and then suddenly, the policeman stops you, and then, as, as, as you start parrying, trumpet sounds. If I'm a policeman, I'll hold your leg. You are, oh, Lord, I can't hear you. Praise God. <laughs> you, are, you, are, you are an assistant fighter. You went to the school of theology. Amen. Are you even expecting him to come? It will change your life. He says, two shall be going, and one shall, shall be taken. He says, two shall be going to water, or, or going to grace something. That is happy to happen. It's happen. Now, time is up tonight, but I will bring one scripture. 
He says, when, when, when you repent, now you are born again, you repent again. Yeah. Let's see what you must be serving God. And as you are serving God, let's see what, what you are. This is what God should be doing all the time, over time in heaven. You see, the problem is we've been wired the church to expect something more than this in church. God says, the whole body is easy, the yoke is what is light and it's been there. Don't add more on yourself. Read for me from verse 9. The Lord is not slack about his promise. And so men count slackness. But it's long suffering. You know, actually, if you, if you read from verse 1, it makes sense. It's about God and the Lord. Some say, when, when, when will he come? You will say he will come to come. And I'm going to read this what it says from verse 9. Not, not that any man should perish, but, but all should come to all repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In in the which the heavens shall pass away with great noise, and the elements shall melt thereof with fervent heat, and the earth also the works that therein shall the world burn up. Eleven, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what man of persons ought ye to be in all world? Holy conversation and God in examines as you are waiting for him. That fish he must learn to be he must learn to be, to be speaking in holy language and what holy comportment. Praise God. Verse verse uh, Verse what? Verse 12. Looking for and see what? Hastening. Hastening unto the coming day of the Lord. Wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And the elements shall melt with heaven heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise. For um, look for a new heaven and a new earth. Wherein God righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things. Be diligent that ye may be found of him. How? How? That means he wasn't finding you fighting. Amen. So Paul said to us tonight from the church in Thessalonians, when the gospel came to them, they repented. Have you repented? If yes, then the repentance must command you to serve God. When you serve the living God, you look for his coming. And by that, we escape the wrath to come. Thank God by the gospel we've escaped the right to come. But also by the gospel we live expectant and circumspectly. Child of God there's a hope for us in heaven. There's an, there's an expectation we have. Look in the clouds our salvation right now. For our redemption, our salvation draws there and don't come from the south, from east, west, but will come from the north, for that's where the Lord comes from. That's where He is. Bring forth fruit worthy of this repentance and serve the living God. Bow hearts and let's pray together. Father, we thank you. Your word is great. Your word is. Is, is authoritative. Your word, Lord, is power. Lord, beyond what I'm able to say today, do much more. Lord, as a children who have repented, help us serve you. Not in just words, Lord, with our lives. Lord, help us be 
be at your service, at your business. Just like your son said, when they saw him after three days, they didn't even care what he had eaten. And he said, he said, son, we look for you. He said, why are you worried about me? He says, don't you know that I must be at my father's service, at his business at this time? Lord, let it be our testimony. Help us serve you. And help us, Lord, to look for your coming. And we thank you, God, because by your death on the cross, we've escaped the wrath to come. Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, I want to thank you for listening. I want you to go over these words again and look at areas in your life where, 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 where you need to make amends. In your, in your attitude, in your character, in your disposition, in your demeanor. Bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. Serve the living God in truth. We're going to make it on Saturday by the grace of God for a prayer meeting. I want to prepare to pray. And I believe you pray every day. But this is just a time when we come to the church to pray together. The Lord bless you tonight and have a blessed night rest and have a, a great day at work tomorrow. Please, if this has blessed you, why not share and invite people to listen and be blessed of the word. Thank you tonight, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you richly in Jesus' name. See you again Saturday, same time, same channels. Amen. Bye for now.